bringing in my pal Andrew Wheeler, who was a former head, former administrator of the EPA, Environmental Protection, under President Trump. And currently he's uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin's uh, Office of Regulatory Management, which is great. Andy Wheeler, welcome back. So I want to go right to the issue. We talked about this on the TV show. But then I had okay. um, uh, Rick Perry was on yesterday. You were on Thursday. Now, right. regarding the EPA and regarding the issue of regulating greenhouse gases, Rick's view, Governor Perry's view, former Energy Secretary Perry's view, uh, he says that um, that this bill is going to give the EPA massive new power and whether they change the you know generating utility system it remains to be seen but this is a big leap they did not have this greenhouse gas power now they will and they got i don't know 45 million dollars to go after it um, you seem to be a little less certain when we talked on thursday but I think the war against fossil fuels, I think they're giving the EPA, I'm not going to say carte blanche, but the door is open, the, or the foot is in the door and the door is going to open. What do you think? Well, on Thursday, I was referring specifically to the Supreme Court case, yeah. West Virginia versus EPA, and that's a little muddled on whether or not this bill overturns that decision. It, certain, it certainly gives them money to do so, but it doesn't give them clear legislative authority. But you are right. There are other provisions, and there's actually billions of dollars that are going to end up going to EPA on the environmental side to push back against fossil fuel. You know, the one provision that I was just reading this morning is an, an additional $3 billion for local community environmental groups in the form of block grants. And that $3 billion is going to be used for litigation to stop projects. Oh, I mean, you know, Wow. It, it's it, they. There's a lot of money here, and a lot of the money is going to be aimed at stopping fossil fuel. And there's, it, it, you know, on the one hand, the bill, you know, and Senator Manchin is saying that this is going to increase offshore, um, offshore oil and gas drilling. And what it does is it reopens three um, sales that the that the Biden administration canceled. So it really is going back to what was already supposed to happen. So it's reinstating what was missed by the Biden moratoriums. Um, but at the same time, they're increasing the fees, the lease rates by 500%. Mm. So yes, we're going back to what we would have been at as far as lease sales, but they're increasing, they're increasing the taxes and the, the lease fees. So it's, it's really designed to put the, the nail in the coffin of fossil fuels. You know, Andrew, um, on this point, nail in the coffin. So, uh, governor of Alaska, what's his name? Dan uh, Sullivan has this permitting bill. He used the Congressional uh, Review Act and gets it. He wins. I mean, he he won. Uh, and Manchin voted for it. All the Republicans voted for it, and, and Manchin voted for it. It passed. Now that could overturn their. The Biden's permitting regulation, right? The Biden's stopped Trump's permitting reforms, right? Now, this would overturn right. the Biden decision and, in effect, reinstate Trump's timely, you know, rapid one to two year permitting reforms. The right. first thing that, but every Democrat voted against it except Manchin. And the White House puts out a bulletin 
and says, if the, you know, we are opposed to this. Now, it probably would never get through the House, at least not, not now. But So here's Manchin saying, well, they're giving me assurances we're going to have a vote on permitting in September. But this vote shows the Democrats do not want expedited permitting. And by the way, it's for everything, right? It's for roads, bridges, and tunnels. And, of course, it's for drilling, pipelining, refining, and so forth. Now, isn't that a tip-off? It, it, it is. It's also, but it's also for installing renewable energy projects, installing right. wind farms and solar farms. So it's for everything. It's for all federal projects. And what the you know what we did in the Trump administration is say that a federal decision, not that not the permits had to be approved, but a federal decision within two years. And if you go back and you think the the Empire State Building was permitted, uh, designed, permitted, and built within two years, and all President Trump said was we're going to have a decision on federal permits within two years, and the Biden administration is reversing that. And you're right, every Democrat voted against it. Now, Manchin is saying, oh, I've got this deal for a separate vote on my permitting, and he's hoping to attach it to you know, a must-pass bill like a continuing resolution. But you know, Senator Kane from Virginia came out this week and said there is, there is no deal on, the, on Manchin's permitting bill passing. The only deal was that it will be considered and voted on, and he said himself that he's not sure if he could support it. So you know, there, is, there is no you – know, and a permitting bill would need 60 votes. So, you know, Manchin has traded this these extra taxes on the people of West Virginia, twenty one billion in energy taxes alone mm. for a pr- promise of a permitting bill that may never happen. And if, even if it does, if he has a permitting bill that the Democrats can support when they all voted against, quite frankly, a modest permitting package from the Trump administration, two years, which I think is I think any permit decision can be made within two years. If the Democrats can't support that, then what they can support isn't worth the you know the, the the paper it's printed on. Joe Manchin's a good guy; he's a friend of mine. But he sold his soul, and he's going to get screwed. They're not going to help him. They, no. If they give him a vote, they're going to vote against it. You're exactly right. I forgot about that. By the way, it would have to be sixty votes. He'll never get sixty votes. I'm just saying, you know, this Dan Sullivan's a good guy from Alaska. He Dan's. He he, this was a leading indicator of how they're going to screw Manchin, okay? <laughs> Not only did all the Democrats except Manchin vote against the Sullivan Congressional Review Act uh, change, but the White House said they're going to veto it. So the White House is saying to Manchin, we are going to screw you. And I don't know how the hell he could have misinterpreted that. I mean, I could have told him that. In fact, I did tell him that when I talked to him last week. I mean, really, huh? This whole stupid bill, which is so totally anti-fossil fuel. So let's go back. How much damage? Tell me, what did you say? The billions of dollars are going to the EPA to do what, Andrew Wheeler? That's the big oh, question. It, exactly. I'm not, I'm not sure what they can do with all this money. You know, it's, there's, I believe it's $29 billion for, um, hmm. for a greenhouse gas bank but oh. then there's also three billion for these local community environmental block grants and local com- that's that's code for you know environmental organizations that sue to stop projects mm. and they sue to stop anything um, and then you know just the energy taxes alone you know people forget that 
an energy tax is very is a regressive tax because it hurts lower income people more, more than higher income people. Mm-hmm. If you make less than thirty thousand dollars a year, you're paying twenty percent of your out of pocket um, costs go to energy, mm-hmm. whether it's gasoline or it's air conditioning or it's heating for your home. Twenty percent of your take home pay goes to energy. And when you increase the energy taxes by $21 billion, it's going to really hurt a lot of families in low-income areas. And there's a lot of low-income areas in West Virginia that this is going to hurt. Um, the, the EPA, you're right. It's, it's, it's some $30 billion for, for greenhouse gas. They're calling it environmental justice. Mm. Um, there's also money for um, energy efficiency projects at homes, which is, is probably a good thing. But if you go back and you look at the money that was spent in the 2009 Obama um, stimulus bill, you know, they, they, if you, if you go back and look at the renewable energy money that was spent under that bill, a majority of that money went to renewable energy companies that contributed to the Obama Biden campaign in 2008. Mm. And a lot of them went bankrupt. It was like some 40% of them went under within two years. So you, you've got to, and, and I hope there's going to be, um, you, a lot of congressional oversight next year by by the Republicans in Congress when they take back the Congress this fall on how the money is going to be spent because a lot of that is going to be wasted if the, if past if past practices future prediction a lot of money was wasted in 2009 and that was a drop in the bucket compared to the amount of money in this bill today billions were wasted then hundreds of millions were wasted then and billions could be wasted now and it's, a lot of it's going to go to Friends of the administration and companies that are are, are not really sound, mm. um, and, and there's you know and, and they keep it's very contradictory. Like like I said on the offshore leasing, you know there's there's also money in there saying that you you know you have to buy for electric vehicles components made in the United States, but the Biden administration is making it more difficult to mine critical minerals to go into those batteries. Mm. So it's going to be almost impossible to meet. The requirements for the EV batteries in the bill, if you can't mine the materials here in the United States, and they won't give the very, permits, they won't give the permits no. for the mining. I mean, that's the exactly. history of the thing. So the EPA exactly. is the fulcrum. The they're really the EPA is the absolute fulcrum now, and they're just getting loaded up with power, authority, and money. They they are, and it's it's not. That the you know the rank and file career employees there are going to do bad things with it. It's just that they're going to be overwhelmed with the amount of money and the time pressure to make decisions and get the money out the door. A lot of bad decisions will probably be made yeah. in the entrance of expediency by the administration. All right, thank you, Andrew Wheeler. We really appreciate it. Thanks for the update. Good we time. will talk soon. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.